Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode, official episode, I should say, of Beyond the Ink. And what are we going to title this when Matt this Matt is Austin... Be uh, the intro <laughs> of Austin and Matt. This is basically going to be more of the backstory, like how this all came uh, together and where we ended up meeting. And it's kind of like coming full circle because guess what? We met tattooing and now... I'm going back in to work more on the sleeve. So we'll have progressively, you know, more and more um, episodes where you'll get to see his sleeve develop. And then... Yeah, I'll probably come back in for some uh, you know, episodes. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Here and there, um, the more I get them. Probably not every tattoo, but for most of my tattoos, um, I'm going to try to make an appearance uh here and there yeah so he won't be just behind the scenes all the time uh it'll be some good stuff we're, we're i might even try to pop in some episodes um i got a couch set up over here um, that you guys can't see but uh it's not the casting even... couch perverts um. <laughs> so we, i will try to make an appearance every now and then um depending on how you guys react to it if you want to hear more from my side of things every now and then if not i'm gonna stay behind the camera it's gonna be one of those if you'd like to hear from Austin, press one. So yeah, it's one of those things where we're gonna have a good time. So without further ado, welcome to Beyond the Ink. Yes, and it's pretty much what we're gonna do with this. As we talked about more in the intro, it's gonna be more of a regular feel. You're just hanging out, getting tatted, tattooed. <laughs> and We uh, had that just little discussion about Yes. The tattoo etiquette. And Something I didn't even know. know. He didn't know. It's cool. Hey, no worries. My um, age, we use the word again, tatted. Again, 10-year ten ten year age difference is definitely going to be, it's going to prove you'll see it a lot throughout this whole process, this whole journey. Most definitely. Um, you know, you're going to have a... But yeah, I didn't know that that was a, in the tattoo world, I didn't know that that word... Slightly frowned upon. Was frowned upon. I just, I've always said it. So I'm going to... Correct myself if I say it. Um, it's just slightly frowned upon in the professional establishment. But, didn't know. Uh, yeah, hey, it happens. So, more about us, I guess. Yeah, inquiring um, minds want to know. We kind of went into it briefly in the intro. We met, I went MIA, um, didn't talk to you for a year. Yeah. Everything was great. Um, relationship-wise with us, but I was just totally not in the mindset to have relationships with any human being at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, and again, an artist usually takes, you know, we're emotional creatures, man, so it's like, it's almost like uh, you get a little offended by it, like, oh man, you know, was it something... Did he not like the tattoo? Was it, you know, I started asking my, myself all these questions because I remember texting you because I always like to follow up. Yeah. And I like to say, hey, how's your tattoo? How's it healing up? You know, um, anybody that knows me knows that I will text or call or something, you know, just to do a follow up and ask, you know, how's the tattoo? How's it? You, uh, you still did that. I just, I don't yeah. even think I you responded. Just, you just didn't respond. <laughs> I didn't do that to a lot of people. I just went, again, totally MIA from... It wasn't just Matt, it was everybody in my life. I went MIA from yeah. even my parents at home. I was, I was I'm living at home, I still am. Um, plan on moving out soon. Um, but I even at my, I didn't talk to my parents and I lived with them. I would 
go in my room, do nothing, eat my cookies, eat my desserts, <laughs> and just get do nothing with my life except for go to work and go back home and do nothing again. And where you, all that stemmed off from, what, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, because you used to like play basketball and you were passionate about doing stuff like yeah. that. So I, that's kind of where I was going to go is I, before all of this, from like, I'll start with high school, I guess. Um, I played basketball, I ended up playing volleyball my senior year, was pretty successful with that. Yeah. Loved exercise and working out and just athletics in general and sports. And everything was great. And then I think that happens to most people. They have that relationship where they put everything into it and it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. um, but at that time, I had my girlfriend move in with me. The end of my senior year of high school, she was living with me my entire senior year, her entire senior year of high school. And ended up finding out she was cheating on me two years into the relationship. And that's a long story short, but there was a lot of stuff in between it. And mm -hmm. I just went into depressive mode. I didn't know what the heck I was going to do with my life. I had my whole life planned out around her and we were both going to go be teachers. And it was all, it was all really stupid. Now that I look back on it, like <laughs> planning your life. is always 2020. I mean, it, that, planning your life around a person in high school. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it can work. It does work, but it oh, yeah. doesn't work for everybody. I um, mean, no. It, it always work. It all works out in the end. I end up getting with my girlfriend now, Bella. Um, the way we met was in San Diego, on vacation. I slid in the DMs and <laughs> <laughs> asked her when our wedding was going to be. That was my first. Uh, was that your Was her. that your pickup line? Was that that your... was my pickup line. Never That's used it before. Pretty slick. And honestly, looking back on it now, it might even be the girl I marry. So if it does, guys, that use be... that. That use that be, because uh, it gets the girl's attention back to so that's more of what happened with me and matt um it well, was right around when i got tatted at that time yeah tattooed right or tatted tattooed <laughs> he's gonna correct me a million <laughs> times and, it's and, that, and that, again that's that 10 year age difference where it's like that's know, just what i've called it my whole life it's gonna be so hard not it's to say gonna, it. it's, we're gonna oh we're, we'll gosh. be re-education you know at the same time as uh, long as you guys know it's not good don't use as it. long as you know that certain shops, you know, we like it, but other than, you know, we're trying not to use our sweet tat guns. <laughs> we don't. Now that, that I think about it, it really is kind of, it's like a slang word. Yeah. It's a little... I can see why it isn't used. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. Just give me time. <laughs> Just give it some time. You'll be all right. Uh, so we met through a different client of mine. Yes. Uh, one of my best friends. Yeah, hey, one of your best friends. And uh, that was Mr. Ledesma, right? Yeah. If you want to break down that story now, I can kind of go and dissect it. Yeah. So during all that time with my first girlfriend. Um, and that's right, because I met you and you were... I was with her. You were with her. Yeah. And it was like... That's when I got my first tattoo and everything went great. Yeah. And then it was like a month after that, kind of like when you're starting to follow up with me. That's I, right. That's when I found out everything that was going on, and I just didn't answer anybody. That's when it finally hit that I found out she was cheating on me and made her move out. And it just ended up not being the That's most right. ideal situation for me, and That's I just, right. again, shut everybody out. Um, and it was right at that time. Um, 
So that's why it went the whole year. It took a year before you tattooed again. It was like the exactly a year to the date. That's almost. right. Because I had, ended up doing the second tattoo. I remember asking Matt the same thing. I was like, "Hey, like, what happened to Austin?" You know. <laughs> I don't think I talked to Matt. No, He's because my, like, he is one of my top like three best friends. Known him since first grade. Is he so, a, a three a.m. friend? He is a three a.m. That's good. Yes. See, three a.m. friends are for those that don't know. Is like if you're broken down on the side of the road. <laughs> and it's 3 a.m. and you call that one or two or three people that you you know you pretty much only get about four or five of those people in life they'll well, call you they'll they drop everything to... and go get your ass or like you know go back you up we or him talk like we'll go like two weeks talking every day and then we won't talk for like six months and if yeah. the second we talk again we can like rekindle it like we're, we're grown adults we don't need to talk every day to still have that connection but it's cool because once you start talking it's like it, you never like stopped. You know, you just pick yeah. up where you left off. So exactly, that's kind of how it is. With that's him, a that's a three sure. a.m. friend for sure. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So we, you know, I was tattooing him, and I think he was working. He was still working at that jumping place. Uh, pump it up. Pump it or up. Jump yeah, it, or jump it is. Jump some jump zone or sky zone or some shit like that. Um, and uh, and then he was going off to college. He's gonna play football, I believe, and then um, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> I don't know. He did for a little bit. Yeah, we, we should probably get Matt on the show. And we he should. Has plenty of stories. Yeah, too. we should. We should. But he was going through some stuff. I haven't talked to him. I remember in a that. With yeah. his girlfriend, if he's with her now, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but they've had their ups and downs. Every relationship does. I hope. Oh, yeah. I hope they're still together. I haven't talked to him, like I said, in a couple months. Yeah. I probably will actually. You know, in hindsight. I gotta admit, I didn't like your girlfriend at the time. I thought she was kind of a. I think she came in for part of the tattoo. She did, and she was just kind of a little snot. You know, I mean, not to talk shit, but. <laughs> I, I mean, I, everyone I, has said the same thing. I, so she just had this, talking yes, shit, this, this attitude of like, meh, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> you know, and and, yeah. you know, again, I don't mean to bring up old. Well, I don't care, shit, but I moved yeah. on now. I'm happy. Oh I yeah, hope she's dude. happy. Bella's amazing. I Hopefully, she's even grown. My ex uh, has grown. Yeah. As a person too. I mean, I don't want. I don't wish anything bad upon people. Um, yeah. People make mistakes, but yeah, she wasn't for me. She was not my style of how I wanted to be told what to do. Not that my girlfriend tells me what to do, but you want to definitely listen to your significant yeah. other. So you want to. It's things she wanted thing. me to do and to be weren't the same things I wanted to be and do. So yeah. Just didn't align. Just didn't work out. I was blinded. <laughs> I was blinded. But, you know, vagina has that power over you. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it'll, it'll blind you. We started working, shit, what was that, 2016? I wanna say, yeah. Uh, might've been 17. Be, no, I don't know, actually. Now that I really think about it. I graduated, I think it was like mid-16. Yeah. No, it was 17, because I, I graduated 16, and then I got it after I graduated that's that right. October. That's right. So it was October 2017. Uh, when I got my first tattoo, went MIA for a year, but then I finally rekindled it 2018 of October-ish, and then this whole podcast has been evolving since then. Yeah. Evolving. Now it's almost another year coming up. Well, because, month. yeah, because after we, we finally started up again, you know, I was mentioning, like, hey, I want to start a podcast. And you kind of yeah. like, do you? And I, yes, actually, I do. 
Um, back in my mind, I was like, are you prepared for this? And in my mind, I'm like, fuck no, but it's <laughs> going to be fun. <laughs> like I, you know, half the stuff that I do, you, you have, you know, you, I don't want to sound like an after school special or anything because they don't have those anymore. Um, see, I'm old. Uh, but you know, you, you gotta take chances, man. You gotta take risks in life that are going to be good, you know, like, like yeah. something that's going to bear fruit, something that's going to eventually help people out. I've always been a talker. I've always had that, you know, gift of gab is what a lot of people used to say. And, and, uh, I never knew where it was going to really take me. So when I started getting into tattooing, it was like, dude, you talk a lot. And so I was like, yeah, because I wanted to hear everybody's stories. You know, yeah, that gift is what can bring us. But we had a bring cool. Us good vibes and good. I don't even know what the word is. Like, but it'll work. We had, we were talking, we were hanging out, and it was cool. It was a good session. It was like, oh man, this kid's, this kid's cool, you know? Um, and then nothing <laughs> you know uh but then when he told me and again we're probably going to get into some stuff that some of our our viewers are going to and, and our listeners are going to understand more about you and i throughout this whole process but yeah um, well yeah definitely ask me some stuff like bring up some stuff you want to well get out there because i might not be thinking about it whatever yeah. you think well when you that. you started talking about how bad things were you know and and mentally like you were just like not there you're like man i'm ready to check out fuck this i don't want to do this anymore you know yeah and that kind of caught me off guard just gonna be honest with you i was just like you know and i know i've said this before but now that we're recording and everything but it's kind of like i didn't understand it at first i was like thinking to myself you're an only child you're you know uh from what I knew, you know, it's like your family loves you, man. You like you, you got, you know, cool parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't understand where all the, like the depression came from, you know, cause yeah. you were just all of a sudden you weren't the same dude. You were like really down and just, you know, I was just really, I got really good at hiding the turmoil that was going on in my life. Yeah, um, I think everything that happened with my relationship just brought it out, and I couldn't hide my emotions anymore. And that's where I just and when I didn't know how to hide them because I did my whole life, it was just like weird. And that's when I stopped talking to people. Yeah, because from the outside, I am I'm uh, only child. Mm-hmm. I got a good life. I got my mom and dad are still together, um, and I I get I don't get everything I want, but I my parents provided for me as a child, and I. Oh, of course. Have the things that some kids don't aren't able to get. Um, I'm able to get them. Yeah. And I'm fortunate for that. But then there's also an aspect that I missed on my life um, that a lot of people don't see. And that's that I have a half-brother that for the first 15, 16 years of my life, I never had a relationship with for the most part. Mm-hmm. Him and I have finally rekindled that. And it's going great now. Um, now that I'm an adult, because he's about to turn, I don't want him to say this and get wrong, but he's about to turn 40, I don't know if he's already 40, I think he's 39, I don't remember, um, but there's a huge gap, so when I'm a, a kid in 10, he was going through his 20s and didn't want to talk to me, 
uh, I, I get that now that I'm older, but I didn't understand it. Um, yeah. And then I have a sister, half sister that I've never even met. And it's just, that's weird to get over. Um, I'm, I'm over it now. Um, she's my half sister, but we'll never actually really have a relationship more than likely. And that's fine. Do you think if like, say she heard this and was kind of like, I mean, if she ever wanted to try, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. But if not, I get it because I know the backstory of everything, and it's yeah, that's fine. And then my entire family is actually, for the most part, from Illinois. Yeah. And I just we never went back to see him my entire what part? life. They're from, God, again, I'm gonna mess this up. They're in a small town. At the, my dad's from Hoopston, but I know they all moved out of there, so they're all in different areas now. Called what? Hoopston was a small town there oh, okay. where they grew up. But now I know some of them, I believe, are in Indiana or in the outskirts, and a lot of that has changed. And just with them, I just never went back as a kid. Um, we went back once. My grandpa got remarried. My <laughs> Your dad's... grandpa got remarried? Yeah, he. That's pretty uh, badass. You don't really hear. My dad's mom passed away right oh. when I was younger, right when I was being born. I think it was like. My first couple of years of being alive, mm -hmm. and uh, so he he ended up getting remarried. I think it was like six, seven years down the road, um, which was cool. I'm glad I'm good. He had glad he has somebody, but I just don't go back there, and I haven't, and it's unfortunate. So I don't even have that aspect of my family. So do you want to go back? I mean, it's I'm gonna start that... going back now that I'm older and I understand, and I again, there's some family stuff I can't talk about, but I mean, there's just oh, of course. told family drama and no one wants to come here. I don't want to go there. My parents, it's just stuff that happened yeah. and it, now everyone regrets it. Um, you know, 90% of family drama is just stupid. It, it makes no sense. Exactly. And then all parties involved usually have this, well, it wasn't my fault. So I'm waiting until so-and-so comes and tells me, you know, it's, yeah. my, it's it's their fault, or they apologize, or whatever. I mean, but that's just every family, I think. I mean, or the majority of. Yeah, it just sucked that they were across the country because I wasn't able to rekindle any type of relationship um, during any of that time, which just sucks. But now, that was something that was hiding behind it no one knew they just didn't know that they again they saw my mom and dad are together i got i have things i want and your life can't suck yeah um, which is yeah again you know from my perspective outside looking in I was, yeah that's exactly what i thought i'm like there's got to be more to it you know there's got to be mm -hmm. the there's always darkness but at least i was just curious like what you know what was going on and then we started talking about it and i was like damn like i didn't know <laughs> yeah I, I don't ever judge people on that because they, they just wouldn't know on the outside i would think everything's fine in my life too um, yeah i thought you know i thought the majority not of that it, my life's bad either no nah, dude you're no nah, i just thought the majority of it was because of the, the, the quintessential heartbreak you know yeah. like that just, I think, unleashed things that I've been holding in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> and now Bella, <laughs> fast forwarding, she she gets frustrated because I'm like a closed book. I, I'm very into the three guys of Joe Rogan, Wim Hof, <laughs> and David Goggins. And yeah. if anyone knows them and wants to look them up, you'll know 
that they're known for just being badass motherfuckers. And that's what I'm trying to be now. I don't want to go through any of that anymore. And I just want to... Joe Rogan is my hero. Turn into a badass. <laughs> I, that's what I'm doing now. I'm pushing my body. I don't get emotional. I want to turn into a badass. That's my ultimate goal now. And can be I just, successful. Can I just break off a little type thing? Have you ever seen Joe Rogan working out? Like, and I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not going to get like... Animal. You know, a little fangirl or whatever, but dude, man, he kicks the shit out of those bags. Like his his kicks when he's uh, he's got to be the hard one of the hardest kickers in the world. I dude, no doubt. I would hate to get kicked by that guy because. Um, Do you know how much those bags weigh? I really don't. Muay Thai bags, they can be like I mean, there's hundred pound bags, right? You get about a hundred pounds if you're getting it. You know. Oh really? Yeah. I thought they're like it's like a regular person, like a like a little person, you know. Still, I mean, he moves but, that thing across the room. Yeah, he, he just turns his whole hip and is like, blah, <laughs> fucking tree trunk for a leg. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, that would hurt. That would sting. <laughs> that would probably hurt like a bitch. But. All that aside, though, I don't even, that's not even why I like Joe. I like Joe for a knowledge standpoint from his podcast. Yes. I love the amount of different, the different people he has on. Correct. It's just you can learn so much from diet to scientists to people that are in the ufc you get all these different people and that's kind of what we want to do with this but on not famous people um, or some famous people whatever you know? i mean if you want to come on and you're famous please do yeah fuck it um, why not um but the i love funny, the knowledge base portion of that yeah he's he's yeah he's very cerebral and even you know because i i've i've done stand-up comedy for like seven years now and you know, he does stand-up comedy, and his shit is just, like, craziness. And he, his, I think what it is for me with that dude is his energy is just off the chain. And he just has a good vibe. He doesn't care yeah. about the money. Yeah, it's like... He knows it, he has it. I don't know. He's a cool dude. But, um... So, yeah, shout-out to Joe Rogan. Badass motherfucker. And then David Goggins. That dude's just a fucking animal everybody in the world should have to read his book i think i well i have and i at first it was kind of like holy balls like this guy went through so it much takes a shit. different person you have to have yeah. a certain mentality to be able to even get anything from it because if you're you know i don't like to be rude but if you're soft you're not gonna be able to read that book and get anything from nah it. you'll get offended it'll <laughs> it'll offended it'll trigger somebody you'll be like oh my god i was triggered by your book mr goggins <laughs> I'm sure Which, he does that all the time. Yeah, he probably does. And then he tells him, stay hard. Stay hard. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Stay hard. <laughs> Pussy. No, um, no, he's really... I might even get a tattoo that says stay hard. Dude, I'm really debating. get it on your dick. That would be fucking <laughs> hilarious when you're like 65 years old. You look back and go, stay hard. <laughs> I don't think I could take that. That would be fucking... I mean, I don't think I could do that, to be honest with you. But, you know, I mean, I've tattooed oh, all shit. parts of the body, but... Yeah, uh, men's genitalias. I just won't do it. I just that's not my thing, man. I, I won't. I might not get it uh, down there, anyways. It would be a fucking funny thing, though. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Stay hard. <laughs> um, it's redirect, redirect, redirecting. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's. And then who are you talking about? The third, your third. Wim Hof. Um, I don't know if I've I've told you about him. But I don't know if you've gone into the research on him. But he's just a insane person in general mm -hmm. he is he has the records for he's able to get into freezing below freezing water oh yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. There for hours and his body temperature doesn't change 
that's nuts. Now, for people that know anything about science, that's... And hypothermia, it's... Insane. You can get hypothermia in, like, a minute. Yeah. He just sits in there for hours, just and, and doing his breathing technique. And that's... Be, uh, how, how long is he in there? Uh, I mean, he does it... So his class is he, you do... My brother introduced me to him. I don't want to take all this credit like I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my brother introduced me to him six months ago when I was going through some anxiety issues. Uh-huh. Um, stemming from that, ever since... Uh, for like the past year, I've just had these anxiety issues through the roof, and he introduced me to him. And what you do is you you're over oxygenating your body. You get up, you do some yoga, and you take huge breath in and a half a breath out. Mm-hmm. And you know, huge breath in, half a breath out. General reasons. There's way there's techniques to it. You need to watch videos, and you need to lay down. You can't do it in water because you can pass out. Totally safe though. And by doing that, you're over-oxygenating your brain. And then on the last one, you push it all out, and then you hold your breath for as long as you can. You do a couple cycles of that, and then you can get into ice-cold water, and you just stay in there until you, you start to think you're going to start shivering, and you, you get out. So that's how you can introduce uh, hypothermia is when you start to shiver. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go as long as you can in that cold water, just being relaxed. And it's changed my life from an anxiety standpoint. I learned how to control my anxiety to uh, to a t it's insane like if i start to get ang- anxious i i can get to this point and it's just gone in 10 minutes i'm just good so you do like your breathing i have i have a little internal thing i can do now but nice if it ever got to a point where it was really bad and i couldn't even handle it anymore i would do that whole set of his breathing and i'd be good uh, but it's really good for inflammation anxiety so putting all those together, I got my knowledge from Joe, I get my relaxation and calmness from Wim, and then David Goggins just tells me to stay hard and go fucking work out. Total and badassery. Yeah. And I think with those three combos, you can ultimately just be a badass, and that's what I want to try to be. You know, obviously what this whole show is about is one thing we haven't really talked about. So what, is, what are your tattoos? I mean, you know, for the listeners and the viewers... Let's explain the uh, so, reasoning for your tattoos. All my tattoos, which you're going to see at the end of this video, we'll kind of do a little montage uh, of everything and what he did today and what I currently have. Um, what my sleeve is going to be, what I have now. It is a Phoenix skyline with a basketball uh, under it or kind of in it. And in the basketball is family because my mom and my dad and I... I just am trying to rekindle my relationships with my family, so that's one of my core values. Um, love, just trying to spread good vibes and love um, as much as I can without being a dick. I just try not to be a, a dick. I'm sure I am sometimes and I feel bad about it, but my one of the, another core is love. Um, and then I have passion, excuse me, passion <laughs> and motivation um, kind of before I even knew about David Goggins and all them, it's just, I want to be passionate about what I'm doing and I want to stay motivated. And I feel like those two key or two keys to living a successful life, you uh, got to stay motivated and you just got to stay passionate. Um, so I put those inside of a basketball because I've been playing basketball since I was about five. Um, was a very successful player here in Arizona. Um, went to Ironwood High School. Had some rough years in high school. Um, coaching issues so we we never really lived up to our full potential 
uh, from that perspective. Uh, basketball is a huge part of my life. It's created and turned me into who I am today. So I put my core values in the basketball, and being from Arizona, I put the Phoenix skyline in there. Uh, we put some clouds for some cool texture. Um, and then I put uh, a wing on my chest. Um, so what I want to do when I have kids is put their names or somehow incorporate their names into the, the wing uh, on my chest because I want my kids' names or their birth dates, something. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. Um, I just want to have my kids close to my heart. And then what he's working on now is uh, a tattoo that is going to be an hourglass. It's a Maybe like just say half full, and it's gonna be death ends a life, uh, but not a relationship. And kind of the purpose behind that is I just think when someone passes away, it's not it is ending ending their life, unfortunately. But you're not the relationship is still there that you built and you grew and you you groomed throughout your life. And I just want to put that there. And then for my forearm. I'm going to put, uh, it's from experience came pain, uh, from pain came purpose. And with that, it's kind of what I always told myself during the depression and how I got out of my depression is all that experience that I was going through gave me pain, came pain, but from that pain came purpose in life. And that's where I'm going to get my, my purpose is all the bad times in life have a meaning they have a purpose, and it, it gives you gives you life, I guess, per, per se. And then I'm gonna put some roses on my forearm uh, and the kind of design up into my elbow. And that's pretty much it. And all the reasons behind it are just strictly, they all have a little bit of meaning behind everything um, about my life. And I, I just, from my perspective, I wanna put things on my body that mean something to me. Um, but I love tattoos enough to where if you just get in tattoos because you like the cool design, go for it. I don't. I think it's cool. I think you should be able to do whatever you want to do. Um, I think that's about it. That's good, man. And it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a, a fun journey throughout this whole process. And oh yeah, I'm gonna. Cool. I'm excited. I just want to get it done. I wish I could not have to sit here and. Tattooing is not painful, in my opinion. I think it's pretty simple. You but. just have to take yourself to a different place, you know. And that's yeah. again, when we started talking about the podcast and everything, um, where all this stemmed from was, I started telling you about <clears throat> when you were saying, "Hey, man, I uh, I battle with depression," and I said, "Well, you know, that's crazy because." Again, mm -hmm. you've got a good family. You've got a good life. You know, from the outside looking in, I'm just thinking, what, what's wrong? Like, what's, what's the deal? You know? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we started talking about that, and uh, in great detail, and you know, kind of not, not one upping or trying to like swap stories and stuff, but it was just kind of like there were certain chords that really hit you know they just they resonated with me yeah and part of why i'm doing or why we're doing you know um beyond the ink is you know you get a lot of these people i say you know that are that are dealing with depression that are dealing with um their demons and they're losing their fight yeah you know 
And we so find, we want to get to those people. And I do. Okay. I do want to get to some people and be like, hey, man, like you'd be surprised. Some of the happiest people, and and I know that's it, you'll hear it on the news. You'll hear it on, you know, uh, celebrities and people doing dumb shit. And, but I wanted to make sure that again, our audience, our target audience, is aware that you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it gets rough. Yeah, it gets, you know, shitty and at times and um but there are more people that deal with this than they lead on. You know, like you like yeah. you don't see it and you say, a lot of "Oh, people wow." Just trying to hide it. Yeah, everybody tries to hide that and tries to be like until Even if people want to keep it hidden, I want this to get out there that it's okay that you're not alone. Well, the funny thing is they try to keep it hidden until they sit down to get tattooed and the reason why I say that is because you get a lot of you people hear a lot of I hear yeah. a lot of stories and I and again the reason why I wanted to start this this podcast was because they're amazing stories I always say I have the, the best clients in the world and that's just truth because they're not trying to get anything uh, or do anything but a lot of you know a lot of the majority of the clients would use tattooing as a form of getaway you know like like the physical pain to balance out the emotional pain that was real that was yeah that was why tattoos didn't hurt you know and it affected me you know i was thinking about that a lot because you know again me too i've i've gone through i've experienced a lot of depression in my life i've, I've had some shitty things happen in my life you know, um, and we'll get into all that I eventually. But I think the next ta- next episode when it's when I'm getting tattooed, we'll go more into Matt's life <laughs> in detail, not yeah. just mine. So um, I mean, the crazy thing about that is like having shitty situations and and not expecting, you know. But again, not stopping, dude. I never stopped. I never, you know. I could have quit. I could have sold drugs and done all this other stuff. We'll get into all that, but. The thing is, I used tattooing and getting tattooed as my escape yeah. because that pain, you know, which is why people were like, dude, how do you fall asleep when you're getting tattooed? Well, I'm not Billy Badass. It's just soothing for me. It's just something that I would use the physical pain. about something else. Yeah, I would use the physical pain to balance out the emotional pain and... To be quite honest, I'd rather have physical pain than have emotional pain. I'm like, fuck that, you know? And so I felt like if we put it on a bigger forum, you know, and and we put it on a bigger platform, then we can try to do better. We can try to help people out. Mental, you know, mental health of some, you know, some people are just, they're teetering right now. And, and let's say it does help one person. Somebody's listening and they're like, hey, dude, that really, that was really cool. So... I mean, if you are that person, seriously, if you're listening and you're here, down below, leave a comment, you know. Um, come on. Come on. Don't think if you're, I mean, again, this is such a big platform. If you're out of state or if you're, you know, I travel. I travel the entire United States. Yes. I mean, we could come to you. We could, you know, uh, uh, we could work it out to where. Work out the logistics. Yeah. Just hit us up. If it's a great thing and a great story and hell yeah, you know, I'm, I'm down. Let's give us your story. You just 
Even if you don't want to leave it in the comment, your story and all that stuff. Email it. Email it. Find us yep. on social media. Mostly on those things. Find Matt. Let him know what's going on. He can get you logistics, prices, and we can find and a way we, to get to you. Yeah, and then we work and we do it and, and uh, you know, get you in here, get you on there, get you, uh, learn your story. You know, what, what, why did you get your tattoo, you know? Exactly. I mean, I've, again, go back to hearing a lot of tattoo artists that don't really like this story. They're just like, ah, sit down, shut up, get tattooed, you know. <laughs> I've worked in some of the sh some shops where they're like that, and I'm just like, how are you such a dick to discount someone's story and just basically wash it away? Like, no big deal, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you were my first tattoo artist, so I, I think I was spoiled. I don't even, <laughs> I never got you never a had bad the, artist. You never had that guy tell you? The stupid man. Shitty artist. So. Let me just, let me just uh, do it my way. Let me put my <laughs> spin on it. And it, which is fine, artistically, but when you shoot down somebody's idea, mm -hmm. because it's not something that, you know, you, you feel. It's like, dude, that has nothing to, like, take your ego out of it. You know, uh, yeah. which is hard for some people to do. Some people to not have an ego is like to not have an identity, <laughs> you know, and I know how that sounds really shitty, but it's so true in this industry, man. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, again, if we're going to travel. We're going to do a bunch of stuff. Our, uh, my whole thing is to, is to learn the story, learn it. I mean, I know some people are going to, it's going to be frowned upon in certain establishments, but Hey, if you're not doing something that people aren't worried about, then I don't think you're, you're that successful. So, yeah, we're going to start cranking them out every Sunday, uh, two weeks. So two a month on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, Say so it's coming up this September 1st on Sunday and then every two weeks from then on out. Yep. And as it progresses, we will move to uh, every Sunday, um, I think is our goal. Absolutely. An and and it'll, it'll be coming from different areas of the world, <laughs> uh, different cities, you know, again, so if you have a cool idea, you want to share your story, um, cool tattoos, let me know, inbox me, you know, uh, email, DM, however you want to do it, uh, and we'll get you on, we'll get you, we'll, we'll get you going, and we want to know what it, what it is for you um, to be beyond the ink, <laughs> so... I'm excited. It's gonna be a great. Still. It's gonna be a great time. Um, again, if you're still here, comment down below. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a like. Follow us on our journey. Hit us up, and um, yeah, we'll be putting these out. Subscribe. Yeah. Follow Subscribe. us on our social media. Yes, and share. Subscribe and share. And, and uh, you guys will see Matt in the next video. I'll be behind the camera, and I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, hope awesome. you enjoyed. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us. And I look forward to doing a lot more of these. And, uh, you know, getting your, getting your uh, input. <laughs> so, yeah, come, come along with our, uh, our journey here. And, uh, Heck yeah. See you guys see in you episode two. Yep. Peace. Bye.